because he figured out a way to do the outfit in a way that is unhinged in like a different way which I thought would be yeah. very hard to do <laughs> yeah that was like three seconds of me losing my mind in between zoom meetings and when I like went <laughs> back to it I went back to it later and so many like uh like gen z people were like this is exactly the kind of humor that I fucking hate <laughs> like, I was like cool 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 I am old I've I've gotten old like in the time it took to wrap those jeans around my head I ate myself remember whenever jed z makes fun of your comedy they're not old enough to go to a drag show in texas so think about mm-hmm. that when you see them hell yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> wait do you guys know what i'm talking about is that a reference that y'all are what's in the on? reference i don't know like i just agreed with you <laughs> like, oh, okay that's what i thought i got the reaction of texas legislators are banning children from seeing drag queens oh yeah it's so yeah. stupid what yeah. a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of wastes of time, <laughs> let's, let's record this episode of the show. Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Why don't you come over and talk about it? Hey, uh, welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use as a conversation about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean uh, Wilkinson. Uh, I forgot my last name for a second. I'm Michael. Uh, 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 oh, good. It's written there. Limitado. Okay. Woo. And uh, me, I'm uh, 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 Andrew uh, 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 Light. Computer, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ring light of wine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I like, I was, I forgot what a ring light was called, so I just said light. Um, but welcome everybody, <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, we got a very special, fun guest who's very funny, has some great tweets. Uh, it's Shelby Koppel, everybody. And, and, and it's, it's, it's it, this is great. We're literally just meeting you. Like we like, yeah. Our cold open was like a minute long. So welcome <laughs> and nice to meet you. Nice welcome to, to our show too. that we are barely talking about. Before I was like, hey, your tweet was funny. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, nice uh, to meet you all too. Yeah. <laughs> Love to meet people on while recording. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> sorry. First impressions just like perfectly <laughs> captured. <laughs> It's yeah, a tight rope walk. It's so like, what do you think? Yeah. One to ten, all of us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> uh, but welcome to the show. Uh, today we're talking about uh, Grace by Jeff Buckley. Uh, this is one of the uh this is uh one of like the big albums sean wants to talk about that we just put on a list and um but before we get to that i just want to talk to you shelby about what is your musical like history like your history as a music consumer as a consumer <laughs> i was like uh, i was homeschooled so i listened to a lot of like classical music growing up and oh, shit. played yeah and like played recorder with my nose and like thought it would be like a cool way to make friends like uh-huh. so so uh, no not at all oh, like not oh, at okay. all yeah that's why i keep coming on podcasts um <laughs> but uh <laughs> uh no but i i don't know and i started like 
and then I was like, you know, like everyone else in high school was like obsessed with being cool. So I like, like tried to like listen to like blonde redhead and like Bodie. Bear. I didn't even care if I liked it or not. I just was like, <laughs> no one else is listening to it. Oh yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like you just force yourself into like trying to be cooler than you are. So listen to like Fiona Apple and like mm-hmm. I had this one album that I like. I bought the CD for it. <laughs> And like would play it in my car and it was uh, like a live like benefit concert that all these like cool <laughs> artists had played on and it was called Dark Was the Night. And so like a lot of like my favorite songs in high school were just from this album. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I like, I like really wanted to like listen to like cool music like in mm-hmm, high school. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got to college, I like didn't give a fuck. It was just trying to like, I don't know, make it through and stay afloat. So, yeah, exactly. But um, but I still like like indie pop music, I'd say for the most part. Mm, that's like kind of like who are your like who are your folks with uh over there in the indie pop genre? Um, like I don't know if you guys know Orion's son. Like they're really good. And like I don't know, just like little known, like weird little like yeah, yeah, I really yeah. like just anything like mellow. Um, but I'll like make a lot of like, I don't know, just random playlists off of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Your your story about like listening to albums like to appear cool reminds me of the story where um I had a friend, I think I've told this a few I, one or once or twice on the show before, but like I've had a like I had like a one of those flip phones like in high school and I had my friend install as the ringtone like Dave Matthews band like crash into me. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I thought it would make me seem cool. Like, because I, I, I had no like context for like any music and stuff like that. So I just like, yeah, yeah. And, and it worked and it's still works. And it like the residual coolness from that moment is like leaked on 27 years later. That uh, is reminding me of a deep, embarrassing, intrusive thought. My ringtone in high school was believed by Cher. Is that not embarrassing? It's <laughs> cool. I didn't no one cool. That you. is cool. And then I came out. Eight years later. Yes. (laughs) I was like, I was really like, I got to be as straight as possible. So my ringtone was lose yourself. No, not lose yourself. What? What was the... Gotta lose yourself in the moment. Oh, no, it was not not afraid by Eminem. I'm not. Two of his 10 great songs. Like, like, what are those? Um, But fantastic. This is great. We're all so cool. Um, But like, well... So let what? Well, I what? was gonna ask. So Shelby, do what? you have do you have any like background or experience with like Jeff Buckley? Yeah, I guess like going into it. So I only know him from like two occurrences. Like one was I like helped. Well, I didn't. I don't even know if I was involved, honestly, or maybe I was just around it. There was like this high school production of Romeo and Juliet. I just oh. remember that the trailer of it was like this very like melodramatic scene of like one of the girls I knew like running through a field in a white dress, and like Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah was playing. So that's like the only. <laughs> of so that's like the only. Yeah, very like very high school romance. So that was like the only like kind of familiarity I had with him but now I've got a couple of people in my life who like really like him so yeah yeah that song is uh quite overplayed <laughs> it's everywhere yeah. I, heard of, I had never heard of before this podcast recording it's my ringtone actually <laughs> wow so cool <laughs> real quickly really you're uh, a shrek uh ears bluetooth headset to answer every call <laughs> hold on one second <laughs> Well, yeah. So with me, like I knew nothing about him. 
like uh i just knew of the name <laughs> you know it's like mm -hmm. that's the extent of it i knew of the name i knew that was a name and if someone said the name jeff buckley i'd be like oh that is a name i've heard in my head <laughs> and <laughs> that's it that's truly it i'm uh, not even there andrew i literally am like he sings hallelujah oh that's who is one of the singers of this song <laughs> like literally i didn't i was not I did not know who this was. Uh, so, Sean, you were the person who, like, we had, like, a list of just, like, hey, what are your bucket list albums that you want to cover before we the, the show ends, a.k.a. we perish? And you put, this was one of them you put on the list. I'm more a fan of Jeff Buckley by himself as opposed to, like, this album. Like, I think this album's really great, but there's some misses on this album. Um, and I don't know. There's something about, like, like I was talking to Kai about this last night, um, just about like like '90s music in general. There's there's like a I don't even know how to explain it, but the sound of like '90s rock and '90s music is like just resonates with me really hard. And this album it like feels very '90s, and like something about that era is just like very sweet, very touching, um, and very like hopeful and this album feels like it like touches on all those bases for me um and also like jeff buckley's guitar tone is unbeatable his voice is like here's a hot take i think his voice is quite good <laughs> rather good <laughs> jeff buckley is a rather good singer i don't know it's just me it's just me that's crazy I, right now, I, can't believe it. I don't know how to explain it but like the era you know, I was born in the 90s, obviously. And I think there's something really interesting about like that era of music where you like are born in it, but you just kind of miss it almost. And so there's a certain mm. nostalgia you feel for it, but you haven't really like you've lived mm. it, but you haven't, you know. So it's I, it feels like that to me where it's like something about Jeff Buckley's music feels very familiar, but like strange at the same time, but very comforting. Yeah. And it's 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 really hard to like express that, I guess. So no, I had heard like I'd heard Hallelujah, obviously. And I think from there, I just branched out into like, like Grace was next, the song Grace. And I was really like floored by that song um, and how big it sounded. And yeah, from there, just exploring his other music. Like this is his only studio album because um, he, I think, passed away. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was at the age of 30 or something. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Yeah. Like very, very young. Yeah, I don't remember what year it was, but yeah, I, I read up on him a little bit because I was oh. like, I don't know that much about this guy. His name isn't really Jeff Buckley, his name is Scott Moorhead. So I'm a what truth the heck? Hey, <laughs> wow. yeah, his name is Scott Moorhead. Hollywood totally rebranded him, and wow. the lib yeah. media. <laughs> I know. I mean, Scott Moorhead is a terrible name, though. Yeah, so. I know Jeff Buckley is a lot better. Sounds like sounds like someone who would be make it Scott Lesshead, and I'm interested. Okay, this is news to me. I didn't actually know all this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and and I also know how he died. If we want to talk about it, that, yeah, that I'm, it's really tragic. He like drowned, like in like just like going for a swim. He he didn't like you know complete suicide. He didn't like. uh what like he wasn't on drugs or anything like that it's just like really an accident yeah freak accident it's like really horrible uh, like, like naya rivera kind of yeah like one of those, yeah, like, yeah this yeah. is wild yeah because yeah like after grace i everyone talked about his uh live album live at i think sin a i don't actually know how you say the venue's name um but it's it's a live album 
like a white cover. Um, highly recommend it because mm. it's like those live performances so good. Yeah, truly just showcases like what a like force he was as far as songwriting voice. Yeah, and so that like really cemented him as like one of my favorites. Um, listening to that album. So when did you kind of like what age? Did oh, this was like last few him? years for sure. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Because okay. like I'd heard Hallelujah like you know growing up my whole life basically, but yeah, really only started getting into him probably like after high school, I guess. Um, yeah. 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 I don't really want to like talk too much about like his dad and stuff like that. That's just like, um, because the other thing is just like his dad is a famous musician, like Tim Buckley. Um, and like every interview they would bring up his dad and it was like, dad passed away from an overdose, like, mm -hmm. and like he wasn't invited to the funeral. So there's like this generational wow. trauma thing going on. That's like really, like messed up and like i don't want to talk about it that too much i i don't think that's like i just want to talk about the, what this art is like presenting us here. sure so yeah yeah so like let's talk about it like what do you let's just transition right into like um themes of this record like uh this is we're talking about grace by jeff buckley uh aka scott moorhead uh, <laughs> from this new information i learned Scotty, like, our boy scotty <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's talk about let's talk about themes. Like what is what do you feel this record is about? He's so heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the boy loves hard. <laughs> seems like seems like he really fell in love. <laughs> yeah. A lot of songs about like longing, bittersweet goodbyes. Um yeah, just very like relationship based. And then like some like references to drug use, but like Mojo Pan yeah, is yeah about heroin i think um yeah but yeah. yeah it's mainly just they're all like pretty heavy relationship focused with like some covers thrown in mm -hmm. so <laughs> it's it's interesting because like uh in you know he just has like two or three covers in this uh album where like which is a lot of covers uh, for an album a lot yeah and it's like interesting because like with like hip-hop like because i'm a i kind of my my entry point into music was hip-hop and like they just like have samples and then you can go like oh this person was listening to michael jackson because you know he put a michael jackson sample in there so like it's it but with this it's like oh he's listening to leonard cohen because he sang the right. song for like mm -hmm. you know from this and like oh this is what his influence is so like kind of gives like a guide of just like where his like who his songwriting heroes are and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and like on that live album, he like opens up with a Nina Simone cover and he has a Nina Simone mm -hmm. cover on this song. And it's like, oh, okay, this guy likes Nina Simone. Yeah. I think, I mean, to your Nina Simone point, like he, the way he like plays with his voice is kind of similar to the way that she played with her voice. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was listening to his cover of the Lilac Wine song and he like starts it out in the live version, like doing very similar things that she does. Like just, you know, yeah. I think the like mild, like not even a low light, just something I kind of noticed was like, and maybe this is just like pointing out how influential he was. Um, but like, I can, I, with this album and because there's so little like Jeff Buckley albums and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I kind of hear all, all the people he's been influenced by and the people he's influenced instead of just like knowing who he, who he is kind of, you know, like it, there's like a, one of these songs sounds a lot like Radiohead. Another one sounds like Stevie Wonder. Another sounds like uh, Marvin Gaye a little yeah. bit. Kind of just like, yeah, just like, and again, it's like just pointing out how like influential he is and stuff like that. So like, but like, 
but it's also like a young artist. Like I want to pay tribute to the guys I like and stuff like that. So I uh, do think, yeah, for like his first album, I like, I read some reviews where people were like, the writing is so like immature and like un, not like developed. And I don't really agree with that. I feel like, yeah, I don't agree. I don't think, yeah. I think the songwriting is pretty stellar. That is to me an extremely strange critique for this album too. Like a strange pathway to go along for critiquing this album. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, a lot of the... Like, yeah. I don't think I'd go for lyricism. I don't know. Some of the reviews were just like, it felt like people like trying to be like... I'm cool because I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me- meanwhile, the three, like I was cool because I listened to like Dave Matthews for like 15 seconds when my answer my phone. Uh, still cool, still cool. That like up. uncool when he dumped that uh, truck of poop. Shit, it's still like. Every podcast episode is going to sound exactly the same. Of our do you show. know? Do you know the story? Like, Andrew the, loves this story. It's funny. Oh do you know this, the story about Dave Matthews, like in his like tour truck and like dumping stuff in the river? I can tell you, I don't know a lot about Dave Matthews or his shit <laughs> or the river, honestly. <laughs> so like Dave Matthews, he was on tour and mm-hmm. uh, he, you, you know, you know, you know, like when you like shit inside of like when you're on tour and you're on a tour bus and you like shit in the toilet or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and yeah the, in the septic totally. tank and stuff. Like, yeah, bro. Oh, I totally uh, fucking know how that goes. <laughs> I'll shit anywhere on tour. <laughs> you know the thing we all do um but like so like he's on tour and uh the septic tank is full of you know shit and tiss and take a drink every time we say shit Uh, i'm wasted (laughs) um but like so like he and he dumped like his like feces like the he, he like drove he up to the, the river tank. and dumped his he emptied the tank into like the river and then instead yeah. of landing into the water like you think it would would it landed on like there's a boat passing by and it landed <laughs> on like t- and he said, and he said you're welcome yeah. <laughs> this is Dave Matthews shit yeah. yeah. What's worse, have to listen to a Dave Matthews album or have Dave Matthews shit dumped on you? <laughs> Same thing. Also, he said. Also, he said, sell it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's um that's that's a true like that's that's what happened. Um, so- uh, that's such a better riff on that. Last time I said, oh yeah, they sued him. It was Dave Matthews versus the Poople, which I was very proud of. <laughs> but you should Jay be proud. proud of. It. That's good too. That's- yeah. Pride month. Right, like, I think that's what it's, it's Pride the Month. That's what it's in reference to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's about that joke Michael said one time. It's about the poople. Poople's right. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah. Any other themes that like, <laughs> like so heartbreak? Is, you know, drug I'm addiction. Good. Dave Matthews is shit. We I think we covered the rent the gamut yeah. of the themes. I, I will <laughs> like, say. Yeah. I will say again though. I going back to like just that feel of like 90s rock in general, there's that feeling of like, because I feel like a lot of 90s music was pretty sad. Um, mm-hmm. And, but it does have that like feeling of hope to it. Like whether it's uh-huh. blatantly like stated in the lyrics, I feel like hopeful listening to this album. There's there's a lot of religious imagery in the album as well. Yeah, both yeah, through, yeah, yeah. Um, through like covers and through just like naming, like, eternal life hallelujah grace yeah, like this is all like corpus christi carol like it's very uh christianese you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but i think like christianese in the way that like 
Hallelujah is a Christian song, which is kind of, it's kind of an agnostic song a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. with, with like, yeah, like the, the album's called Grace and just like the big theme I came up with was just like, this is a fractured self-portrait of a man who needs like grace in this pain, cruel, painful world, basically. Like he's like asking for a grace because like, and like the corn, like, you know how like you build like a, when you build <laughs> another relatable scenario, but when you like build like an arch, like out of bricks and stuff like that. And like, there's a, like the middle brick that like put you shove in the middle to like, so both sides like hold up. It's, I'm good at describing things. Um, but like his dad is kind of the cornerstone brick of the whole, like the last song, uh, what's it called? Like uh, uh, dream brother is kind of the cornerstone of that album. Basically it just like, why he, one of the sources of his pain is like this estranged relationship with his father and then yeah so then like you know his father was a addict and now he's an addict and now like he's like regretful of like heartbreak and stuff like that and he's just like remembering these instances where he was happy but now he's not and he's just like implore he's just like searching for grace he's searching for like love and for uh, relief and for you know kindness and in this <laughs> very and also just like redemption through his music a little bit too just like this idea of just like I'm going to express my pain in this way and then other people will get it and like that's kind of how I'll be remembered and he is um, so yeah any other themes any other things you want to point out with this like thematically stuff? I think we hit it Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that was great. Uh, good job, everybody. Um, so, <laughs> like, everyone gets a gold star. Everyone gets a gold sticker. Um, uh, let's go through. Um, let's go through a quick break and let's return uh, to talk about highlights and lowlights after this. Click. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome back. We're here. Um, we're we're talking about things that are very interesting and very cool. So that's something to think about. Um, let's. Uh, well, Shelby, what would you? <laughs> that was a, we're that was a cool ass, That was a cool ass podcast. Podcast for cool people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nerds, shut your ears. Um, but like. Uh, Shelby, what would you like to talk about? Would you like to talk about highlights of this album, songs you like or songs you don't like first? Um, definitely. I mean, I always want to just talk about things I like uh, because if I talk about things I don't like, I'm alone in a room pretty quickly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Um, but no, I want to talk about things I like, I think. I, well, yeah, I think highlights first. Okay, Let's do it. Fantastic. Let's compliment this guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, circle yes, of love. Please. Right. Um, like I said, I think he's very good at singing um, and playing guitar. So like, yeah. um, oh god, you're busting out that hot take again, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna back down. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, let's go. Let's go to Sean first. Like, what's a highlight song for uh, you? Uh, <laughs> like you, re- you really recoil, like physically. <laughs> like, I would say Grace is my favorite on the album. Um, it's just a very like powerhouse of a song. Um, I do like the more like driving rock songs on this album. And yeah, people always talk about his voice, but I think his guitar work kind of goes underappreciated. Like this opening, the opening riff to this song, maybe it's because I'm just not a good guitar player, but I've tried playing it on guitar and it's very hard to play. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's just, he's a great freaking guitarist. Um, it, it just gives me chills like every time. The, 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 if we're talking about the guitar playing, the, the vocals and the instrumentals do a great job of like, 
having tension and release. Like mm-hmm. when he's like screaming and screaming and like doing this wild riff and then it goes into this like instrumental break where like oh jesus christ (laughs) let's read for like a second and stuff like that yeah it feels very cinematic as well which i really enjoy from that song uh okay uh michael what's a highlight for you though uh i really liked uh lilac wine i know it's a cover but i think this is like a very good cover and here's the thing a cover if you're good at it and it's like you're kind of enough to put it on the album do it like it'll probably be good this really hits that sweet like my cover of american pie when i do it at karaoke every time (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah if it's good like it kind of uh the name is very like civil warsy like the band civil wars and uh i really like the band civil wars so i was like primed to like this song already and then it scratched that itch that i wanted it to itch you know and so i was like mm-hmm. perfect song no notes you know it, it's kind of it also does that thing that uh shelby was talking about where the phonetically it's so awesome it just yes, blah, yes. Blah, yeah. sounds great. just like it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. it, that's such yeah. a yeah, it, it it evokes exactly what it's communicating. Like it communicates exactly what it's evoking. Yeah, that was my favorite one on the on the album too. <laughs> yeah. What do what what do you like about that one? Yeah, like apparently it's originally from a musical or something like that, and I'm like, really? oh, got me again, because it's like <laughs> I, I'm like such a theater nerd at the end of the day, and so I was like, I was like, of course I would choose the one like song on the rock <laughs> album that is like has its roots in musical theater. Were you yeah. like? I really like this song. Skylar sisters on this album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does he mean by work, work, Angelica, work, work, Eliza, and Peggy? And Peggy. Like, I like, I like, I just like phonetically how like and he Peggy really just, just hits like that Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Were you in musicals, Shelby? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, you were you told homeschooled, like music. Yeah. Like, yeah. We oh, did like I did like I was raised super conservative Christian and we uh did Christian youth theater. So oh, sweet. Oh, I was raised yeah. super conservative and Christian and homeschooled. Yeah. And I did Shakespeare plays. Oh, I have yeah. still have a fake sword <laughs> that I've kept with me all these years from it's, those it's plays. Real- it's real when you're using it in the play, though. <laughs> yeah. I remember Check me out I was, my weird sack that I wore as a costume. <laughs> I, 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 I was raised like super Christian and like, uh, you know, went to public school. It's cool, though. And like, yeah. um, but like our church did do like plays and stuff like that. And one of them, like, they, we did one of them where they didn't have the rights to Joseph, like, and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, you know, the good one, <laughs> like the good, like the musical that's good. Uh, yeah. Just like, it's just like a Joseph ripoff. It's just like, I forgive you, my brother. I love Oh, I wish. I wish it was that. Yeah. Um, it's like, and they then, didn't even steal the melody. Still the good stuff. And there's another one where it's like GPS God's plan of salvation. It's it's, it's great. If that was around when Jeff was around, he would have covered it. He he would have been like, he would have been so jealous of that melody and those lyrics, that lyricism that I'd be like, well, I can't compete. I can't. uh, (laughs) Sean wasn't raised uh, conservative or Christian. I was raised. Good for you. <laughs> you can Sean relate to us that raised. way. <laughs> like, Sean wasn't raised. 
I was brought down. <laughs> Conservative and, and, and Christian. Okay. Uh, Shelby, do you have another highlight? You, you said you said you like Lilac uh, Wine, but do you have another one? Yeah, like? I really like Lilac Wine. I think the lyrics are best in the Lover, You Should Have Come Over song. I mean, Ooh. those lyrics are just... I mean, he's so like... Uh, he's very sexual when he's singing. And so yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, me, let me go talk about this with four perfect strangers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he's like so erotic <laughs> someone wrote a comment in a youtube video like oh he sings like he's making love to you yeah. a little bit yeah. like yeah. Yeah. just jackhammering you or whatever the end of the comment is just like random letters typed on a keyboard <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait i'm looking oh. it up like yeah. sean one two wilk four the username um that song is so good i i i think this album has like two of my favorite like lyrics of all time and um one of them is uh maybe i'm just too young to keep good love from going wrong like that one and and just like the other one i really love is just like uh uh, too young to hold and too old just to break free and run. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what it's like to date in your like mid to late twenties and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like mm-hmm. this very strange experience. Um, yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on the, this one's This one sounds very Stevie Wondery a little bit. He's like, this this has an excellent build. Um, just all these lines, like I, it devolves at the end where it's into these just like pitiful incoherent cries for his lover basically mm-hmm. and just like he's just going on and on um yeah i i really relate to this song <laughs> like yeah I'm, I'm fine i'm fine i'm great <laughs> that, was my, that was my question i was like you're like i relate to the song i'm like are you okay <laughs> it's, not your, it's not your fault um but like it's, it's just like yeah like the idea of just like yeah. regretting like oh man i just wish the timing would have worked out i was maybe a little more mature Mm -hmm. blah 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 because this person could have been really good for we could have been good together and stuff like that but like yeah um yeah it's kind of like uh it's kind of it's kind of like the uh the cool person's mr bright side (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) because because there's a line where he's like he's like oh you're he had you with him like it's literally like it has like the storytelling a little bit of like this is Mm. where i met there's an open window. There's rain. Like it's <laughs> They're very, doing like, just fine. It's, it's emo. In the cab. It's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. I guess like the word is emo. It's, it's just emo, emo as yeah. Mr. Right Side. Yeah. I love the organ at the beginning too. That's a, I think that was a Stevie thing. I was like thinking mm. about maybe a little bit. Um, the contrast of the lines is just like my kingdom for a kiss on her shoulder with like, uh, like uh, it's not really over or some, something along those lines where he's just like, caught like just like bargaining and begging mm. for like but it's not really over is it it's not really like done i'm not really like fucked am i <laughs> like it's like really like powerful and sad and like real i think it's like oh mm-hmm. i think i can't relate to it though like i've never <laughs> experienced anything yeah. like that in my life no you just cut them out you just gotta cut them out jeff <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like uh you gotta be you gotta, del- you, gotta, you gotta like not you gotta like not look at their social media you gotta yeah. like mute them you can still yeah. follow them but you gotta mute them or whatever jeff, jeff is um, really worried about meeting people on social media mm-hmm. i know that for a fact <laughs> 
<laughs> she saw my story. Oh no. <laughs> On, uh, AOL or whatever. Here's the other lyric that like really like, I think the song is fine. I think it's okay, but it has the lyric that I think is the lyric of that decade. Like my favorite lyric of that decade. Like I've heard, I don't know a lot of nineties music, but I really, really resonated with this lyric. It's in eternal life where it's, uh, there's no time for hatred, only questions. I think that's such a really smart way to like approach that because it's like, well, you can't, you can't just like f- fighting hate with hate doesn't work. Like it's just like causing more problems and stuff like that. Like tweeting at Elon Musk, like saying like, just sending him a gif or whatever, like doesn't do anything. Um, but it's also when like you do it. <laughs> yeah, like, what if a hundred people do it? <laughs> um, but like, but then the idea of, um, but you can't have it be like a pat, like you got to fight hate with love. You got to just like go to your neighbor and hug them and go like, I love you. Cause that's not a solution either. Like this, the, the solution isn't like an Ellen, like degenerous type of ant, like be kind or just like this pat dance. incomplete thing. Yeah. Chair <laughs> dance. It's more, it's about asking like it's the way out of this mess is like asking questions on how we could execute love for others, like checking in with each other all the time. Just like asking like, how, how do you receive love? How, how can I like, um, you know, help ease your pain? How could it blah, blah, blah. But also asking questions of ourselves of just like, what do I need? What do I want? What a blah, 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 blah. Like what will make me more at peace? And that is progressive. That is like, there's momentum there instead of just going like, Oh, it's <laughs> <Just> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's really, really, maybe that's naive. Maybe that's a naive approach, but like, I like to hope that radical empathy is like our way out of this mess we're in um but yeah um what do you guys think of the song eternal life i love eternal life uh i love the guitar tone like how i love heaven as a concept so yeah you know, we i think we life. all want to go to heaven right we can <laughs> yeah. all agree all, yeah all the dogs yeah nancy reagan <laughs> oh well, i already i already <laughs> throat goat i already died and went to heaven maybe you guys have read my book heaven is for real mm. <laughs> wow that's you yeah. <laughs> you're all grown up oh my god <laughs> yeah. oh my god michael what was god like he was cool he, he was, was cool. like <laughs> he's reaching out his hand he had a big beard dude that sounds cool did he he just was like frozen reaching yeah he's frozen <laughs> he was on the ceiling oh, okay. uh, he reached out and then he went he went to grab his hand was there he went to grab his hand and he went adam <laughs> <laughs> my friend oh. not not from the bible oh okay so uh, god's dope is what i'm saying <laughs> god's dope is fuck that's what uh michael the archangel told me because hey you, you sound, got the same name as me and you sound goes, like a like a hit pastor <laughs> like something like yeah. a pastor like, we swear in this church we're pretty cool <laughs> like, god's, hit is fuck. god's dope AF. You, were, you were going up to heaven and you saw the angels walking out and they were just like god that guy's so cool man <laughs> so fucking rad <laughs> they, they saw you like dude you're gonna love that Don't, guy by the way like christians <laughs> who listen to this show like we're saying nice things about god yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is, this is not, flattering this is not, helping with the rebrand it's in the bible uh, it does have that classic like 90s like uh like 
bigger message. I feel like in the nineties, people were still trying to like make it, like say something with music. Oh yeah. You know? and, like, like he wrote, like, I yeah. believe he wrote this as like a political song. Um, yeah. As like, just, I don't think so. But yeah, it goes back to what Andrew was saying. of like, we can't fight with, you know, hatred and violence, basically it's right. Our fellow neighbor, we have to, you know, talk with our fellow neighbors and understand each other and all that bullshit it's also like the line that's like really damning is like racist every man what have you done man you made a killer of your unborn son the idea of just like this like hatred like goes into the next generation and like um if it's not dealt with if we don't like undo this generational like trauma and these generational curses and stuff like that like because like it's not it's like everyone's like you know homophobia is a generational curse like white supremacy is a generational curse all that stuff and it's just like oh like on some level we're all complicit on some level we're responsible but some level we're victims of it at the same time even mm -hmm. like white like straight people are victims of patriarchy even white straight people are victims of like homophobia and all that stuff like that the systems in place and stuff like that <laughs> So like, I think that's really, I think it's interesting that he like talks about it in a album from the nineties. Like, I think it's like mm -hmm. really, it's, it's still very prescient. And even the, the wording of that, just like, it's just like hits all those buttons. Um, yeah. Any other highlights that we talk about? Yeah. The song, the album sucks. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. No, I, I really like the whole album. It works really well as a full album to listen to. I feel like, yeah calling certain songs out are kind of it's kind of hard for me to be honest because mm -hmm. i sure, enjoy sure, it sure, as sure. a listen mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i don't know if i have like specific highlights i know the two things that i skip but uh <laughs> yeah let's get uh, let's go let's go into lowlights then i think yeah let's let's um let's go there uh michael you have a real hot take um hallelujah like... is a bad song that i don't <laughs> want to listen to <laughs> That is so. Like, I'm what sorry. Do, what do you got? What do you got? Yeah. Here's the thing. It might be a good song if I haven't heard it <laughs> a billion times, right? Yeah. And it's. I like, think it's good because, in spite of listening to it a billion times, I don't know. And everyone who like thinks they can sing has sang this song. Oh, and, sure. In like a very self-serious way, and it's, it's like embarrassing for it to even be a cover. Like it's like, okay, loser. Like really, I um, think like I don't know. No, he don't hold known back. Don't hold back. He should have known. He should have known Shrek was coming out. And he should have known not to cover this song. That that's it. Song. I don't know. I, I just it's like also. I need. I want to talk about this more. I'm sorry. I'm please, 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 please. Uh, if you are the song, it's like using religious imagery and like you know the thing you hear is like it's actually not a Christian song. It's actually about sex, and it's like I do not oh. care. That <laughs> no, does nothing no, no, for no, me. Go back to the sex part. That's very interesting. <laughs> no, it's not actually. It's not interesting to be like. What if I got on my knees, except instead of praying, I'm sucking dick for eating. What if I'm on my knees for a sexual reason instead of praying? That'd be so crazy. But you don't know until the end of the song. Like that, that Hozier song is cringy to me too. This is bad. Hozier is bad. Yeah. That's my take. Yeah, oh. I I totally take them to church. <laughs> yeah. Preach, sister. What, 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 like, yes. uh, Shelby, what's your take on Hallelujah the song? 
Oh, bad. Um, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't wow. know. It really, it really does have that. Like, uh, I think, I think, yeah. I think, I, I think it's like. If, again if you had never heard it before it would probably be like oh wow kind of uh, kind of pretty okay yes. but i think i think the oversaturation and yeah the like i've got nothing new to add michael said it all <laughs> like the, the, the person who takes i can see the person you were describing of the person who takes himself too seriously and it's like a pot belly open mic and they're just like it's like <laughs> you know like That's it's so like the funny. pot belly yeah. sandwich shop and they're yes. like set up and they're like you know a sophomore in high school and there's something actually kind of beautiful about it i'm coming full circle with it <laughs> well, <laughs> It's their their first time trying out music. They're in a pot belly sandwich shop. (laughs) I like I like that pot bellies stadium, (laughs) whatever. Like pot belly civic center, (laughs) Dogecoin stadium now. You saying pot bellies open mic, and then being like, you know, the sandwich shop. In case we thought you just meant like. Just like, like that people doing open mic. Your friend yeah. Potbelly. Yeah, you guys know. Yeah. Joe Potbelly. Your friend yeah. from Boston. Yeah. 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 Potbelly. <laughs> like, what? let's, let's, uh, you know, um, let's talk to Sean of, and with his atheist take. Like, what do you think? Of <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. when I, so yeah, I'm on the same page where it's certainly overplayed. Um, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to the point where it's like, I don't ever, if I hear it come on, I'll usually skip it. Um, and I skipped it on this record because I've heard it so many times. What? But yeah. Um, but there are times when I seek it out, but I usually don't really like the lyrics or whatever. I usually listen when to When I'm like listening to Shrek. Yeah, when, when I'm listening I'm watching to Shrek. Right after Shrek, I'm like, I gotta listen to Hallelujah. One more time. <laughs> Everything but the lyrics, basically, like his vocals and wow. the guitar. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> his like his guitar tone is so sought after. Um like there's been like multiple like I've watched many YouTube videos because I'm a sound nerd um, about people trying to like recreate the sound of his like amp and using the same guitar and stuff and they just can't do it like so I don't know it's just really interesting to me and just him and the his voice like that's all I need I don't it's it's too long I do think it's too long but yes. a lot of a lot of seven minute tracks on this album like yes. Yes. it's only, yes. it's only yes. 10 Agreed. 11 tracks but like it's still like um yeah 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 I so yeah I think this song is fantastic it's there's a reason it's in the canon well yeah um yeah. it's like I think it almost kind of fucks the album a little bit by having the song like right smack dab in the middle, yeah. like, cause it's like the centerpiece and like, now you're comparing all the other songs to hallelujah and stuff like that. So, and like some of the lyricism comes close to hallelujah. Like I think in my opinion, mm-hmm. and, but, but I also think it like works as like a, a centerpiece in that. Like I, 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 I think I, this time I really took the time to like analyze the lyrics of this song. And I think it's really like cool. The, the basically the songs about like, uh, songs what really are cool. the, the... <laughs> like me, yeah. this is cool. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, I can relate. <laughs> like now we're talking business. And then my like transitional lenses turn black. <laughs> but like, um, extremely dumb <laughs> joke like that we're laughing. it's great <laughs> you know you thought i was a commonplace nerd watch this well, look, let me look at the sun for like 
like did um, you know i literally almost bought transition lenses that my fiance would not let me purchase for my glasses i think they're fun i think they're good and fun (laughs) you gotta be past like 30 yeah, he said you're too yeah. young. But yeah, that's exactly. I'm 27, it. so yeah. like, I got I'll age into it. I'll age into it. Um, I'll age into it. These glasses are too old for his face. Don't worry, he'll grow into them. They should design glasses. The eyewear is ahead of my. Time. We're talking about Hallelujah. This, this, I, we're analyzing it's Hallelujah. It's cold and it's broken. Uh, but like the thing that like it's evoking the divine what's the divine feeling of hallelujah like and it's like it's creating music that's greater than you it's temptation it's lust betrayal falling in love sex grief like these are sacred reminders that we are real and we're alive basically and it's not just like these beautiful pure instances of hallelujah it's also the cold and broken ones that are equally as valid and equally remind us that we're real and we're alive and stuff like that and that so, my friends my is pretty cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> come come back next week for our second part of our 52 part sermon series on, on hallelujah <laughs> <by Jeff> Buckley. <laughs> um any other low lights any songs that are like little boy i don't like this i think it's bad and boring and i want to drink bleach corpus christi carol i don't yeah like right. that was my i was gonna bring life. it up too i mean it's like whatever but it's yeah. so impressive vocal oh, yeah it's so yeah, impressive yeah. it's just incredible like, but it's almost like comical yeah. at times like the sounds <laughs> he's making <laughs> i don't know how he does it like i think like truly like watching some of these songs live like really just like puts a face to a voice and like it's mm-hmm. easy to be like like oh a song but then you watch someone singing like what the fuck yeah, like yeah. how are you doing that yeah. with your voice and chords and stuff you ever seen that video um, of that woman who's like trying to get on the bus and she's banging on the window and she's like <laughs> it feels it feels a little bit like that <laughs> yeah. i think like the song I, I, it's not it's not my low lights too for sure by the way like because i'm uh, cause I, I'm agreeable and I agree with you folks, but like, it's like the idea <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, I like it too, or don't like <laughs> it or whatever you say. Typing it onto his list of words. <laughs> I, just, I just want Shelby to think I'm cool. Um, but like, uh, they have a few viral tweets. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so sad. This is what we live for these days. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but like the it's like um the th- the little <laughs> trivia I read that was sweet was just like his friend loved this song and then he put a song on the album. It's like it's yeah. like for him and stuff like that. I think that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, his anything else? was a professional yodeler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the the target target boy that from my, like yeah, that was my target transition yodeler. lens joke. Yeah. <laughs> he was the main character from Disney's hit Home on the Range. Any other like I guess like let's just go through like stray observations and thoughts. Like any other things you just want to get out about this album before we conclude. I feel like he returns to like thinking about where someone is like after like time passes in a relationship like and like especially this song is just like all about like picturing what they're doing what they're up to now which I think is like people make a lot of I I thought that was an interesting like lens of being like oh there's person like still exists and is still walking around in the world but we don't know each other like we used to I just Mm, think that's a very like common sentiment yeah and talking about interesting lenses, my transitional lenses. So, 
three speaking payments of, of three ninety nine, it could yeah. be yours. Speaking of transitional lenses, let's transition into final thoughts and ratings. Oh my god. But does anyone have anything else? Like, I just wanted to get that out there. I actually didn't want to transition right away. How did this episode is such a silly energy? I knew, I knew I was going to be the wrong vibe for Jeff Buckley. It's great. I love it. I love it. Very cool. I cannot take anything seriously. <laughs> no, me neither. Me neither, Shelby. What do you think about Mojo Pin? Awesome. Great song. <laughs> like, yeah. What do you what do you think of Mojo Pin? I don't I don't it feels it feels like weird to me. The like I I, I think like something what that struck me weird about that song. Like, I don't know, like maybe it's the same thing, but like at, like if you if you're doing a bad take read of it, it's like oh he's being manipulative he's kind of like saying like if you i'm alone and that's why i'm doing heroin and stuff mm-hmm. like that and that's kind of like but i think it's like it's also like it's very possible that this is just a metaphor for heroin or this is just a metaphor for a girl and it's like not necessarily one or the other really um i think that's pretty interesting just like um yeah i don't know but it's also i think it's also valid and worthwhile to have a song from the perspective of of an addict and stuff like that yeah well and i also read where he like when he talks when there was a concert where he like talked about the song and he was like yeah i had like a dream about like this black girl and like i really like that part i like really (laughs) wanted her and like the way he described the song was like you know when you want something and you just really like want it and like it just felt yeah Odd, like yeah. odd to me and then like Strange, yeah. the way he's like yeah. still feel your black ribbons of coal hair and i'm like it feels a little like chasey i guess yeah sure sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and it's like fetishy too. I would, that's like, right. a little bit like, well, yeah. in the last line you know of the song is like oh black yeah. of your score yeah. yeah i think it's like once again i think it's valid to have a song from the perspective of an addict it's yeah, just like yeah. pe- addicts people who are have addictions like this are so like shunned from society and stuff like that it's like mm-hmm. oh they like it's just like it's it's goes beyond just like character like it like their character makes them do these bad things but it's also like i get need like wanting culpability and also i get wanting to distance yourself and stuff like that um mm-hmm. it, rem- it reminds me of like the marvin gay song like flying high in the friendly sky just like where he talks he talks about like self-destructions in my hands real sad cry for help um mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. Uh, so, what a fun, silly time we're having. Uh, <laughs> we should have ended with my transitional lenses. Story. We love cries for help. You <laughs> uh, can't see it. I'm spinning four plates right now on top of sticks and juggling just to bring the mood back up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I squeeze the clown nose. Yeah, um, yeah. I squirted <laughs> water out of a flower <laughs> on the like my tie is spinning. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Let's get through uh, final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll rate this album out of 10 with a fun metric at the end. Uh, who would like to go first? My metric is bad, but I said I gave it I gave it nine out of ten belt buckles because his Ooh. name is Jeff Buckley. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's creative. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. You Jeff know, Buckley. I can't, I can't promise you anything good. <laughs> when he's getting in the car, he's Jeff Buckling. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That yeah, was a I funny shot. <laughs> that, that was a funny shot. <laughs> that was too far, man. Like, we had to call each other out on the show. The like, man is the man died, shot. <laughs> hey, cancel me. Cancel me. Yeah. I don't cancel show. me. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, i thought it was great though nine out of ten for me because it was such easy listening like you were saying michael like you just pressed play on the album there were times when i didn't know that a new song had started just because it was like sure, so sure, sure. seamless yes. and his sound is so unique and it's like not really a genre but it feels like really beautiful to listen to so i thought it was solid nine out of ten plus he's a great writer Agreed. Yeah. I'm in a very similar boat. This is not the type of music I normally listen to. And this is not the I, boat that was like my Dave Matthews like dropped. No, this is not the Dave Matthews ship boat. That's correct. This is not the Dave Matthews ship boat. I really enjoyed this. I thought uh, I was had never heard any of it, which is like it's nice to kind of have like such a small discography because I could be like, oh, I know Jeff Buckley now, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like I don't have to, you know, it's not like liking Radiohead where you have to like 80 <laughs> albums. You just like yeah. one, you know what I mean? Um, I thought it was great. I'm going to give it n- also nine um, cold and broken points out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mine is bad. I'm going to give it. Why well, like nine out of ten? Oh, there you go. that's good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like nine out of ten. Um, <laughs> um, so I think this is great. I think it's a great album. Uh, I really liked it a lot. Um, yeah, this like just excellent lyricism. Um, I I will say is it is a little just a teeny itty itty bit taxing to go listen to the entire way through. Like I like all these songs are very long and they're like the subject matter is very heavy and stuff like that. And like to the song, to the album's credit, like the songs themselves are just such full meals. Basically, you you don't like want more or want less from it. You you just like this is the perfect amount of song for this song. Um, Yeah, there's so much pain and anguish. It's like really it has some of my favorite lyrics and, you know some of like in some of music in general uh it's very tragic that this is all we got um but i'm really i'm really very happy that we got the chance to you know pay tribute and listen and have fun talking about it so i'm gonna give this um i'm gonna give this nine whips of opinions down my back uh (laughs) like because i'm very I, i am kinky i was trying to do a sex joke and like i felt very uncomfortable so okay sean, it was <laughs> accidentally started praising god uh, yeah. <laughs> okay sean we turn well, how do i follow that um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um it's something like, better it's part of the Hopefully, show where we like, need to andrew for a little bit please yeah uh no it's like i don't know i've said this before with like other albums too that i really like where it's it's hard to when you really like something, it's almost really hard to talk about it. Um, Mm. and this, I felt like I did not explain myself well on this episode. Um, Oh no, but that's, I mean, that's okay. It's like, that's the thing is it's almost like inexplicable how much like Mm -hmm. this album does for me, I guess. Um, 
but yeah, it just, it's, it, the album feels like, feels like love, feels like heartbreak, feels like hope. Um, it's like being in the AMC movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I feel like Nicole Kidman when I listen to this record. Yes. Sean, I have no clue why no. you had a hard time expressing yourself on this episode with two people <laughs> actively trying to stop us from discussing the album. <laughs> to be fair i should be used to this by now so (laughs) i should get used to this darwinism i should be adapting you know Uh, (laughs) you do have like webbed fingies though it's really interesting like from doing the show that's so real though like i feel like anytime someone's asked me like what's your favorite song or whatever and i put it on i can't explain like Mm -hmm. what it is i just have to like put it on look what be like yeah you like this, right? You like this. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so, I don't, there's just something about it. Like, it's that's all I can really say about it. Um, But yeah, it's also, again, like, I, I don't, I think the record's good. I don't think it's great. Um, I think, I think Jeff Buckley is great. Um, I think there's some misses on this record. Um, we didn't mention So Real. I don't really care for So Real. Um. That was like radio heady a little bit. Yeah, it just it was also a little too repetitive for me. Um, but and then like some of the covers don't hit as hard, I guess. Um so they just feel a little out of out of place, I guess. But no, great songwriter, um, great showmanship uh in his live performances too, just great performer all around. Um, but yeah, this album isn't my favorite. Uh, or it's I love it obviously, but it's not I love him more as a whole. Um, so I'll give it eight yeah. and a half funeral mourners parading in the wake of sad relations out of 10. Wow. That, no, that was good. <laughs> like, um, all right. Fantastic. Uh, so uh, let's get through our, I was meaning to listen to that. And we did playlist uh, where we pick a song uh, that we've been enjoying lately and put it on our little playlist that we need to update. Um, so <laughs> what you say go- every episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. I'm tired. I, it's hard. <laughs> I got I, um, but like, yeah, so I, I'll pick, I'll have a pick. Um, it's called uh, Puffin on Zooties by Future <laughs> Click. So that like the the little opera e, you know, way he was singing on Corpus Christi Carol reminded me of this song, and also just like how Future is like such a tragic figure, even though he's like clearly disturbed and clearly like a messed up person and stuff like that. He has a song about like giving drugs to like a pregnant woman, and like Jesus Christ, dude, like that's fucked up. Like, and like the idea, just like, but like the song is so like uh, intoxicating, and he's like. He's just like so like like he's like slurring his words and he's like mumbling and he's just like it's it sounds like he can't even like lift his head up. He's so like so like high and so like messed up and stuff like that. And like he's just like he like he keeps talking about like getting out of the mud and stuff like that. And just like he grew growing up in poverty and growing up in this terrible environment where he had no, he felt like he had no choice, but to sell drugs and stuff like that. And then like the survivor's guilt of now that I'm out of it, I just like, I'm still deeply depressed and stuff like that. And it's just like, really, it, it, it is like, 
it is kind of like that mix of just like how compassionate should we feel towards this guy like does this person deserve like our empathy and stuff like that but it's also like it's i don't know it's 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 i i can't answer that question but i think the song's really great and yeah the there's like an opera you sample in the middle of it so i think that's really cool so yeah who would like to go next? I love Shrek too, so my pick is Holy <laughs> Offer Hero by Bonnie Tyler. Click. Amazing. End of pick. You want to? You want to get into it? Get into it? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hallelujah, bad Shrek too good. <laughs> <laughs> love it there's this cover okay so obviously like do you guys know the song jealous guy by uh what's his what's who's the original by nick jonas but, no <laughs> donny hathaway i know oh, i know donny yeah, hathaway yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a cover of it by like a guy named john bray and it's kind of mm. good it's a little bit slower a little bit like simplified and taken down and um i don't know just like a solo male voice with like a song that's kind of well known but like a cover of it kind of reminded me of jeff buckley mm. so john bray jealous guy is my submission Click. Well, i was dreaming of the past then my heart was beating fast. Oh, you know what? Like, I'll just throw on a song really quickly. Uh, I'm gonna put put on uh, "Dreaming of the Past" by Pusha T. Click. I was dreaming of a past. This level just layers, so pray for the players. Uh, we hollowed the walls and back of bodegas. Uh. It samples the Donny Hathaway song "Jealous Guy," and it's like awesome. It's yeah. one of the best uses of that song. Okay, uh, Sean, we turn to you now. Yeah, so I'll actually put my favorite uh, Jeff Buckley song on the playlist which is uh, a cover Ooh. of nina simone's song uh, be your husband and uh so that's from that live album that he. Why? <laughs> it's just a small little like New York cafe, and he comes in and he's like, "It's the first song on the album." And he's just like stomping and clapping and just does an acapella the whole time, and it's like six or seven minutes, I think, but it's just like a great showcase of what he can do vocally, and it's like it feel it, the song goes by so quickly because it's just incredible. So I highly recommend that song. That was great. Uh, Shelby, you're such a wonderful, wonderful guest. What a lovely delight to meet you. Uh, this is fantastic. Yeah. Anything you would like to plug? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, I do stand-up shows around Chicago, so I'll post dates to social media. But other than that, uh, nothing and where, to Where can we find your social media, Shelby? Oh, okay. Uh, I forgot what my Instagram handle is. <laughs> Changed it so many weird. times. <laughs> it is it is butterbaby666. Hell yeah. And um, Perfect. 
Jeff Buckley would have hated my ass. Um, and then <laughs> oh. also, uh, my Twitter is Shelby the Clown, which needs to be updated. Let's be real. I think that's good. I think that I like uh, that. Thanks, guys. It was so nice to be on your podcast, and it's a really beautiful album. So thanks for giving me the excuse to listen to something. Yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please come back anytime. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can follow us at IBMTLTT on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and TikTok, you could follow Sean Diabetic Twink on uh, you know Instagram. You could follow Michael at Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Andrew A Lee on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, uh, Shelby. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Follow my LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I, I need to diversify my follower list. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, Shelby, uh, what, what song would you like to put on our, uh, what song would you like to play us out on? I guess. Um, uh, Michael, what does Shrek 2 end with? <laughs> sure. What does Shrek 2 the end credits. with? <laughs> mm, I'm looking, I'm All looking. Right, either that or the, the Ratatouille credits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 like let's end, end with the ratatouille credits. <laughs> like credituies, I believe. Incredituie oh <laughs> two. Incredible two. Did I have a stroke while we were recording this podcast? <laughs> okay, goodbye, okay. everybody. Click.